Hello, welcome to another podcast from Access Brokerage Real Estate. This is Jim Parker, broker, 770-265-7293, serving Metro Atlanta area's residential home buying or home selling needs. Give me a call. An article in Atlanta Agent Magazine back on July 4th of this year, 2022, entitled Decoupling Broker Commissions Could Be Coming. I may have mentioned this in a previous podcast, but decoupling the commissions simply means that in the past, listing agent would require you to not only pay their commission, but offer the buyer's agent a certain percentage of commission. And typically these days it's 3% on both sides with negotiations on both sides. But the listing uh, agent or broker usually requires that seller to pay that buyer's agent uh, in taking the listing. There have been lawsuits um, class action lawsuits, by the way, in three states, two of which failed. And I think the third one is Missouri's that passed. A uh, judge said, yeah, yeah um, the sellers were, quote unquote, forced to pay the stated real estate commission for the buyer's agent. And they shouldn't have. They should have negotiated that. So this means simply that the buyer's agent commission is up for grabs in that state. And as a class action lawsuit, all the sellers can participate in trying to claw back those real estate commissions, and which is going to create a mess, not for the attorneys, because they're going to make it money. So I don't know how much the sellers are going to really actually get back. Normally in a class action lawsuit, you get like a dollar for your effort. So I don't know. The attorneys are going to make buck, but the sellers, I'm not sure how much they're going to get back, but it is troubling and it should be a national association of realtors so one of the top topics for discussion of hey when you take when, when you get a listing agreement and you're asking the seller to pay not only your commission but the buyer's agent commission then and it's not negotiable then it's kind of forcing them into paying a broker that's not really representing them it's representing someone else and that's the gist of the problem that they're forced to pay somebody that's not representing them and that hence the class action lawsuits. Now there could be more class action lawsuits in other States, but it is a topic of discussion and concern. Recent article from Atlanta journal constitution mentioned Metro Atlanta's housing boom to bolster bigger government budgets. Okay. So this probably applies in many of your communities in which housing prices were skyrocketing. Now, given that the local authorities, government authorities may not increase the millage rate on your taxes. The pure fact that housing prices were rising will generate higher property tax revenue because they're going to be applying perhaps the same millage rate on a greater value of property. So they don't have to quote unquote, raise the millage rate. They're not raising taxes, but they are because they're going to apply it for with higher real estate values. That's a no duh, but you just have to realize that that's probably why your real estate taxes are going up, not because they're raising the millage rate, but because the property values they're going to compare yours against have risen. A recent article from Kiplinger stated rising mortgage rates continue to cut into home sales. No kidding. Housing data is usually a month or two behind times because they have to analyze all the data and it's not readily available. So their article states that the total new housing starts fell about 14% in 2022 
in May. The uh, new home sales rose in May, but they're clearly losing momentum, it says. They rose about 11, almost 11%. For the month of May, new home sales rose about 11, just shy of 11%. And that is the largest monthly gain since the end of 2021. But those under construction have slowed a little bit. And so they're predicting a slowdown in new home construction. Due to a tight inventory and faltering home buyer assessment, existing home sales fell in May, 3.5%, the fourth consecutive monthly decline. Sales are down about 8.5% from a year ago. So yeah, there's a little bit of slowdown overall going. House price gains are set to slow down around 5%. This says 5% by year end. Uh, I've seen others by 2 to 6%. So everybody's got their own opinion. The Case-Shiller Index takes an average of the price of homes sold over the previous three months. That is where the 5% was estimated. As interest rates rise, it becomes relatively more expensive per month to pay for that mortgage. So therefore, those that are right on the verge of, hey, this is as high as we can go. Well, if it goes any higher, they back out. They back out of deals. There are contracts that are terminated, fewer purchasers that are in the marketplace, but there's still over a million to 2 million purchasers, less than a million properties. So it's getting a little tighter, a little tighter in the market as far as fewer buyers and more inventory. The inventory is rising. So uh, we're probably going to reach some sort of plateau here in the coming months and realize that kind of a normal market, if you want to say that, that there's about as many buyers as there are sellers, but the inventory is rising a little bit. So there'll still be choices out there and maybe not as much frenzy over each choice. Okay, just to show you how confusing all this stuff is and how many people write articles for clickbait or for shock value or whatever, but Yahoo Finance had an article recently that stated rising interest rates are crushing the U.S. housing market. Well, no duh, the rising interest rates puts a cold towel on a heated housing market because it gets more expensive, as I just mentioned. You know, the housing market is a living, breathing organism that changes daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly. I mean, it's not constant. So yeah, if you start bumping up interest rates and, you know, they're probably going to be bumping up interest rates a lot higher than they have, calm the inflationary conditions we're experiencing. Yeah, they're going to slow down the uh, housing market. So that, yeah, builders are going to say, hey, you know, there's probably not as many people going to be buying. So we're going to slow this down. Uh, Sellers, they may back off and say, well, you know, if we don't have to sell, we, we shouldn't sell. And buyers are thinking, well, if it's going to be a slowdown, maybe the prices are going to fall. Well, prices don't seem to be falling. And, you know, demand and supply is is key. Are there going to be a supply of houses sufficient to, to meet the demand? Okay. And, you know, there will be some sort of equilibrium there. And also, will there be enough houses that, that are good enough choices to buy? Because there's a lot of houses on the market that are not great choices and prices are coming down on those houses. You're not going to see a big crash, I don't think. It can be a slowdown and kind of like lumping along, but it's not going to be as heated as the last couple of years because the rates were really low. And people saw that, hey, you know, prices are rising really quickly. Let's jump in before they get too high. The rates are good. And now the prices are high in the 
houses and the rates are bad, people backing away from the market. So it's going to slow down. But all indications that I've seen is the prices are not really going to fall drastically, if at all. So inflationary pressures are, are out there too. That's upward pressure on prices and rates put a downward pressure on prices. So where's it going to go? Nobody really knows. They're just going to pontificate and post articles and they're saying things that get clicks on them and visibility. So nobody knows. An article from Axios.com entitled Home Buyers Retake the Upper Hand mentioned that nearly 15% of pending home sales failed to close in June due to uh, some people just backing away. I don't know if it was because they found something in the house that they didn't like or just decided it was too expensive to begin with. Some of the reasons they mentioned were loan underwriters no longer approve the mortgage. Well, that could be the contract price was much higher than the appraisal value. You know, you're basing a percentage loan on the appraisal value. So if you got a price of 250 and it's appraising at 200 and you're doing an 80% loan, you're borrowing 160 on a $250,000 house. Well, that extra to be covered by cash, right? So that may be one of the reasons they're walking away from it. So the, some of these articles, you know, they, they have a little bit of information, a little bit of reality, a little bit of truth, but you have to dive deeper in them. But it just depends on the micro market you're talking about. I mean, I know that some of the properties here in Atlanta, you know, they're backing away from it. But, you know, when you've got another deal that uh, I was one of 17 participants in making an offer on a house, well, that wasn't slowed down. Maybe it slowed down from 25 offers on that house last year to 17. So it just depends on the micro market you're looking at. Just beware what you're hearing and seeing. Watch your local market. Don't watch the national market. Watch the local market. That's what you're going to buy in. That's where you're going to live. As always, I post links to the sources that I use for these podcasts within the Anchor podcast itself. Thank you for listening to this podcast. This is Jim Parker, broker with Access Brokerage Real Estate, serving Metro Atlanta's home buying and home selling need. 770-265-7293. Have a great week and God bless.